It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey Vanessa Ragland. Hey! How you doing? ba 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 do. <laughs> it's the Louis Armstrong and Fat Albert Podcast. Here we are! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, now let's get down to business. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I'm in my head. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa just got whiplash from her own impression, so that's cool. You can't do that voice without a lot of neck action, I but I guess, wasn't warmed up. I guess up. you can't. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Hi. Uh, we have a really fun episode. We do. Great These guys. guys are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they're really fun, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about them in a minute. If you like the show... Uh, and we hope you do. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you do. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, and when you do, it helps us to get featured, and we read our reviews, too. Uh, I mean, even if we're not supposed to, we do. So it's always heartwarming. So if you have a second, that means a lot to us, and it does help us out. Yep. Also, feel free to send us an email. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We respond to all of them. Yep. So uh, just say hi. Or we love it. If you've got guest suggestions. Uh, Questions. Uh, yep. Sometimes point out our inaccuracies. Mostly mine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, we're just uh, doing this in the spur of the moment, so we're not always going to be 100% we're correct just on our facts. Balling, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, feel free to get in touch. Yes, love it if you do. do. We have a sponsor for this episode. We do. Uh, they're our good friends. They've been sponsoring us for quite a while now. B O N O B O S Bonobos. Bonobos.com. Uh, great clothing for men. I wear quite a bit of it. I know. He's got a new shirt on today. I it looks do. really if good. If you look in the photo of uh, me with, uh, with the Brooklyn Brothers here, it's uh, another one of their shirts. Um, Very good things. Yeah, I love their stuff. Uh, so if you're a first-time uh, customer there, you can yep. type in the code POPMYCULTURE to get 20% off your that's order. That's right. And that's at Bonobos.com. And they really are great clothes. And thank you to them. Yeah. So a little bit more on them later as well. Uh, also, uh, we're mostly supported by your donations. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, the combination of, of sponsors and this kind of stuff helps us to keep putting keep on the show. show. Yeah. You know, there is internet hosting costs and other <sighs> things too. So those, those little things add up. Yep. Uh, so if you'd like to make a donation, there is our website. Uh, PopMyCulturePodcast.com. Click yeah. donate. It's a button on the right. <laughs> That's right. We think if it's more sing-songy, you'll be more apt <laughs> you're to You're like, oh, I, I got caught in my head. <laughs> That's right. So any little bit helps. Yes. Uh, and we will give you a shout out on the air what? if you donate. And uh, on our next episode, we're going to round them all up. Yep. So be looking for that. Thanks, guys. I think that's about it. Let's, I can't wait to get with these fun, cute yeah, boys. Yeah, these guys are super fun. They are the stars of the Brooklyn Brothers movie, but we'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about it. Here we go. Ah! Our guests today, uh, they're actors and musicians. They're the stars of the new indie comedy, The Brooklyn Brothers Beat the Best. Ryan Onan and Michael Weston are here. Hey, fellas. So we brought our own applause system. Nice. <laughs> you can point to me and I'll do it so you can talk Versus over. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Huge just time. let me know when you need one. <laughs> Oh, this thing works. All right, great. Do I just sound like a sad cat, though? I don't yeah, think I you sound I like a cat who actually ran out of gas. That's hilarious. <laughs> just, like, fell over on the side of the road. It's like, all right, it's over. I'm over. I'm done. I had a good run of it. But yeah, we can, you can point to us. We'll do that, and you guys can do Lou Gehrig speeches and stuff. You know? Awesome. When you point to us. <laughs> he doesn't even know who Lou Gehrig is. Yeah, it's a disease. disease. He knows nothing about it. How do you do a speech after a disease? It's yeah, that's sense. not nice. He <laughs> knows nothing about sports. I don't think he's ever been to a sporting event. What's basketball? He thinks it's played with sticks. Just for, admit it. For real, my, my, one of my closest friends like, uh, challenged me to name five professional athletes, and I couldn't do it. Wow. It's pretty bad. I don't know if I could. Oh, do they have to still be playing? Yeah. Is that a rule? Yeah, then the I can't I can do name, that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Babe Ruth any day. I can, I can name him. And Babe Ruth, Michael Steve Jordan. Steve Garvey. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good one. How the Old hell school is San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's a weird one to have in your pocket. Steve Garvey, Tony Gwynn, Goose Gossage, all those guys. Oh, my God. Steve Garvey card. <laughs> that's awesome. No offense, Steve. You're awesome. You were great first baseman. But the fact that the Ryan Dodgers has too? your card is ridiculous. <laughs> the Dodgers also. He sure did, Ryan. And you wear a Dodgers hat. Well, you like? Time. Yeah, I love the Dodgers. <laughs> he played uh, football at Michigan State with Kirk Gibson. Oh my God! True did story. He? Yep. he doesn't Do even what know saying? what football. Second is. brother. Now you're outside. Of Debbie Gibson. Zone. Steve Garvey was the first Bo Jackson, I'd say. <laughs> he knew before Bo knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he had a hunch. Big... Steve Garvey had a hunch. Yeah. Bo, Bo knows. Bo knows. It's like, it's like, it's like Michael back. Jordan in reverse. <laughs> it's amazing he could play first base with that hunch. <laughs> Way to go, brother. Bo knows. No Steve Gag. is suspicious. <laughs> Steve has his suspicions. Let's stop talking about sports. Yeah, for right. We'll get out sports right away. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right. Well, here's something that broke today. Okay. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, the guy behind Family Guy and uh, Ted, has been tapped to host the Oscars. Hey, that makes oh. sense. Game on. Which I like that. seems yeah. like... We have a funny look on your choice. face, Cole. Are you, you having a, a judgment? Sour look on your well, okay. Face. I think after, it's a good after idea. His, after his Saturday Night Live, which was pretty good, oh, like yeah. he did a good job. I could, I, I could see how like they would think that. Oh, let's tap this guy. You know, Family Guy's huge. Ted did really well, mm-hmm. um, but it just. I just remember a time. I just remember a time. Oh God! No. Here we go. <laughs> when the Oscar Cole's time machine. It's expensive here, huh? We all just used to crowd around the old Victrola. <laughs> Listen to the Oscar light box. <laughs> when uh, when the Oscar host, it was like a really prestigious thing. It was like Bob Hope and uh, that Johnny time Carson is and, over. Yeah. Have you watched We've the gone Oscars? Dirtier. We've gone way dirtier. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. now now they all. It's all about kids. Kids don't want some old guy up there being like suave and classy or or funny. Even. They just what kids some- are watching the Oscars? Uh, little ones, yeah, exactly. Six year olds. They need to it. try and get the kids in, but the kids aren't watching. No, the they Oscars. want they want like the teenagers. They want like that, Bieber. Right? That's what they. Yeah, they want Bieber, the Bieber. Bieber should host the Oscars. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, why well. isn't anybody tapping that? Well, the- <laughs> oh, except <What>? Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It'd be interesting if they really slanted it that way. Like, the, the nominees are a little different. The too. Oscars. <laughs> the nominees for Best Picture are The Master, Warhorse. Uh, the Wild Thornberries movie. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the weirdest reference I could have pulled out. But uh, no, great movie, good. great movie, great, great film. Uh, I don't know. It just I, I, at first it was like it sort of bothered me when I first read it. Then I was like, no, nah, he'll be funny. It'll be I think fine. he'll write the hell out of it. It'll be really funny. I, I'm excited about I it. I can't think of any like. like oh, I'm glad our, it's not Eddie Murphy in our time right now. Like any like super classy comedians like like Bob Hope that were like you know. Would host. I mean, other than yeah. Ellen, I think Ellen is is. Like, <laughs> I, I think she's like the funniest woman alive. No, she's great. I just thought it was funny after saying like Oscars, Bob Hope. <laughs> no, <laughs> other than Ellen. <laughs> but I feel like Ellen is, has that kind of demeanor or something, something like that. But uh, she's debonair and she's so funny and classy. Crazy funny and classy. Yeah. But, but I feel like she's a good choice because she kind of appeals to a cross-section of people, yeah. too. And same thing with, she like, because of audience. Finding Nemo. Like, kids recognize her voice from that. So I don't think these it. kids are watching the Oscars, guys. I'm going to say my the Oscars. <laughs> I'll be curious to see, like, what he does live because... Because uh, that was Saturday Night Live, I didn't, I didn't get to see. But I always feel like you know those those things live are really different. Sometimes, yeah, like, that's what like like Billy Crystal had. Like he he Billy could like vibe showmanship. With the, yeah, he could and he could vibe with the audience. Like whatever was sort of coming up, he'd he'd work with. Yeah, and Rob maybe Wayans. Seth could do that. What about him? 
Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's awesome, but he's also a little bit crazy. Yeah, he's a wild card. He is a loose cannon. Yeah, he'll have that. You cannot do that. What if Bill Clinton hosted? That's a good idea, Bill Clinton. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, see his speech. Oh, my God, did I ever? My panties were on that screen in five seconds. Wait, what? None of us can watch. Move your panties. We're trying to watch the convention. Sorry, guys. No, it's panty time. Tack those down. <laughs> Here's a staple gun. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. I can't. Help but they're going happens. nowhere. That voice is like gravy. Anyway. <laughs> so that's Seth MacFarlane. Here's something super important. Okay. Uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. You guys, they are moving back in together. What? And uh, I didn't know that they they were. I didn't know that they had gotten together. Then I didn't know that they had broken up. It's but I'm really a, happy and pleased yeah, to hear that. They're you should just back ride together. the wave. Get on well, now. Kristen, and feel Kristen good. Stewart had an affair with her director Rupert Sanders on the Snow White movie. Whilst in whilst with cahoots with with uh, our pads, yeah. and then he. You know he was really hurt, guys. He it's was that on really location hurt. Uh, love vibe, especially in what Listen. was that movie? Snow White, Huntsman. She's a princess. He's the director. It's going to happen. Yeah. So there's this big thing where they broke up for a little while and uh, everybody hated Kristen Stewart for a little bit. Not but now me. they've now they've reconciled and I now just don't think it's, it's like nice. exactly like the movie, right? They're just playing out the roles. They really are. Thing like she, she oh, keeps yeah. them baited. He, they never ever Jacob, kiss each other. I guess. And like, Rupert is Jacob. Oh my god. Rupert is do they, Jacob. Do they ever have <laughs> sex finally in that thing? Is that does that they ever do? Happen? And then they have married. And then they have a baby vampire. They have a vampire baby. That was like the weirdest part of all that stuff. Like they were like these like teenagers. Like they're like they can't get enough of each other the wolves are running around naked like nobody's having sex <laughs> I was like I don't know where you guys go to high school but that didn't happen when I was especially if I was a wolf man if I was a naked wolf man I was having sex <laughs> I mean at least it could have been a little more realistic it would have just been you know Robert Pattinson's character is trying to get a hand job the entire series that's all oh, it is oh that's so he's, gross but he's like old school you know? he's, and like, he's from like the, like he's the got early 1900s penis. right so yeah, he's like classically white He's you like that. classy people. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a classy older guy. He just happens to look like a steamy young, like a... Oh, so in that way, he's, he's sort of a super duper I always wonder that about those, those vampires. Yeah. I think that's actually completely That's yeah. true. That yeah. might actually be it. That's like some really twisted daddy issue kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah. Like great, 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 great granddaddy grand, issues. Yeah. Yeah. I have always wondered that, though. Why do so many vampires <laughs> become vampires in their dreamy stages? You don't see a lot of old Because nobody wants vampires. to... No, no, no <laughs> you know vampire I mean? wants to eat some old man. Yeah, they want to eat some that's supple yeah. person yeah. at the peak young, of their that's youth. That's really well oh. said. Yeah. Why, why isn't there like one vampire out there like, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to yeah. sire so many old, yeah. weird, <laughs> saggy vampires. Yeah, just like everyone else. I'm sure there are, there are those with their kinks. And there's like one that like really liked old old peeps and was just like, ah. And everyone oh, yeah. was like, don't do that, I man. I bet the blood tastes They're around forever. Oh, yeah. Clotty kind of? Yeah, yeah. Just want, it's like when yeah. you have, when you open up some wine that's turned, and there's, oh, you know, you're like, oh this or you is get not one of those old. Good. It's like it's like looking at old wrinkled orange that just you know that's not going to taste good. That's like, dry you now. Open it up and it's like. <laughs> 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 It sounds like our applause. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's good, right? Why is our, why is our our stadium so out of breath? <laughs> but the, the, the funny thing about the whole our pets Christian Stewart rekindling thing is they've made a no sex pact for a month. 
Well, I just and, don't. And I never heard exactly about that. Exactly like the movie. They're just exactly. Oh, they're yeah. played it out. This is some like big publicity stuff. Yeah, well, big I think publicity. the whole relationship is right. Isn't that pretty much yeah, confirmed probably. that it was all done in a casting office, basically, and that they're buddies? But what's funny oh, really? too is yeah. the report was that like they're seeing this like really high priced therapist to go through this stuff, oh, and they're like, and the therapist recommended the following and listed all this stuff, and I was like, where's the yeah, where's privilege? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I cost a lot of money, therapist. but I yeah. will turn around to TMZ tomorrow and tell you everything that happened in our session. Wouldn't you hate to be that reporter that that's what you're doing? Like <laughs> ten years ago, you're like, I'm going to be a reporter, and you have a hat with a little card in it, and then <laughs> scoop one thing leads to another. Stop the like, presses! Stop the presses! So they're not going to be having sex. I mean, don't one. upload the web page. <laughs> don't upload the web page. I mean, gee, oh. stop your browser. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, a little bit more about our awesome sponsor, Bonobos.com. Yes. Not only are they wonderful, they're clothes, they keep getting new stuff all the time. And they it's do. always great. Like right now, I don't know of another website where you can click the option shop election pants. Election <laughs> pants. There are Democrat pants and there are Republican Democratic pants. Democratic donkey and Republican elephant pants, and they're really cute. And they also have Chino Grigios, which I want to buy for someone just so that I get to tell them I got some. That's right. <laughs> but they fit beautifully and they have a sense of humor about themselves. So I love these and yeah, I love looking at boys butts in them <laughs> well that was awfully pervy uh the pants are great though they fit really well i have a, I have a pair that i got from them and uh, yes you do also got, turn I got around and AFF slacks from them so uh yeah they're really good stuff they also have these awesome guide shops which uh you should check out if you are in new york city boston or palo alto california or visiting them anytime soon you can make an appointment and basically it's like you get a personal shopping experience it's a, an appointment you go in they're going to figure out what looks good on you and then they'll help you get it and you don't even buy it they'll send it to your house and you get free shipping and free returns right and maybe you can like put on a song from an 80s movie and do a montage of trying outfits on like you know, <laughs> one of your friend can sit across the corner and like you know no, no. Nope. and yeah. one time you're going to have to come out with silly hat and sunglasses on <laughs> Right. <laughs> New look. I think that's the song from yeah. European Vacation. Anywho, uh, check out their guide shops yeah. and check out their awesome website, bonobos.com. Oh, and the same goes for the guide shops. If you're a first-time shopper there, you can say, pop my culture, and you'll get 20% off. 20% off. Free shipping. That's pretty good. It's nice. All right, let's get back to the craziness, shall we? They're waiting. Um, <laughs> so there's one other thing. Uh, Billy Joe Talkie Armstrong. Talkie walkie doodah? Oh. You want to talk about that? We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, I can't wait till we get to that, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited I don't know. know what it is. But I like it. <laughs> I just found out about it. It's the best and, thing to say. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day is uh, checked into rehab after his outburst at the iHeart Radio Fest. Uh, if you heard about this, I think it was in Sweden. And Green Day was playing the show. Peaceful Sweden. Wait, wait a second. Billy Joe, I thought that was the Not guy Billy that Joel. on the moon. Billy Joe Armstrong? Yeah. That was the guy. And he's in Green Day? And he's saying that has everything. Buggy blue eyes. He's a multi hyphen. Look, once you walk on the moon, you want to write pop punk for the rest (laughs) of your life. That's that's, (laughs) sure. I think that's fair. You've got a lot of inspiration. (laughs) But basically, their set was supposed to be 45 minutes long and it was cut down to 25 because I guess Usher went over. Usher. Um, and so they were in the middle of playing a song, one of their old hit songs, and then all of a sudden he looks up at a monitor that says, like, one minute left and just goes on this tirade he saying, says, oh, like, hell no. one minute, you give me one minute, I've been in this business since 1988, oh, I'm that's not an Justin Bieber, I want to play a new song, one, this is your one minute, and then he took his guitar and smashed it and then stormed off the stage, wow. and that's kind of how it ended. And that feels like, a, like the right thing for a rock star to do, right? Does that, if, I I mean, get a, if I have a temper tantrum, I break, a kazoo? what do I do? I mean, no, I rip feels like paper, maybe we're being right? a little sensitive now i mean the rock stars back in the day would basically leave the stage in shambles yeah yeah 
So, because they've done so many And he shows. actually had a yeah, reason to know. make a yeah. fuss. Yeah. It's it wasn't just for fuss. fuss. Yeah, and fuss for I headlines. mean, scientifically speaking, he is not Justin Bieber. That is correct. Is 100% correct. You have the paperwork all here, I see. <laughs> you came this prepared true. for this. <laughs> That's just that. It's got to be harder to be a rock star nowadays. Like, it's harder to trash a hotel room because the flat screens are, like, bolted to the wall. Oh, yeah. right. How do you throw that out the window? And everyone's, really and everyone's done it to be, like, creative about it. You know what I mean? Right. I thought Russell Crowe was pretty creative when he threw that phone at someone. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the I hadn't heard of that. We heard a story. Um, who, I don't remember what band it was. That goat leg on the toilet. Oh yeah. No, they didn't. They wouldn't tell us what band. Oh, it was. they wouldn't tell us. It. But this is. Uh, we interviewed the, the guy that runs the Roxy, Nick Adler, and um, we, asked we asked him like, "What what crazy things Rockstar's done?" And he was like, "Well, one time we went in the bathroom and there was a sheep's leg stuck in the toilet. <laughs> <A> goat leg <laughs> stuck in the toilet." <laughs> Fuck. And then we're that trying to figure out. kids on the block. What <laughs> flush it, Jordan. Flush it. You can't be caught with the goat leg. Flush it, Jordan. Flush it. You're going to discover our cult. <laughs> Pete is here. Pete is here. Flush the goat leg. <laughs> oh, it's just so bizarre. Have you guys ever made a big fuss? I've only put a couple goat legs in the toilet over my career. Yeah. Were they flushable size? That's, but that's like <laughs> little, no, little the old goat, goat leg goat in the toilet, if you know what Ew. I mean. <laughs> I, I think oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to use that from now on. I, I got to go put a goat leg in the toilet. I'll be back. I'll be right I'm back. dropping the goat leg off at the pool. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that is an image I don't want in my head ever. I just don't want it. Uncharted I just have an image of her just being like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. My work here is done. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> oh, oh, we've covered God. a lot of important stuff this morning already. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your Chucky Wucky Doodah? Oh, yeah. Chucky Wucky Doodah all day. There, so there's a new Last. word called Chucky Wucky Doodah. And the word is because, well, I don't exactly <laughs> understand what's happening here. <laughs> Full disclosure. Here are it's, the facts. It's Them's a new facts. it's a new reality show for the BBC, I believe. With Whoopi Goldberg, oh, man, Ivana the, Trump, and Jackie Collins. It's so a cooking the BBC show. is like the BBC is doing reality shows. Every, well, the world is over. That. The world is over. I would think and that they the only BBC have like four channels. Want right? people to, like they'd like turn their nose up and be like, "We're not doing this." And not only are they doing it, they're having Whoopi Goldberg and Ivana Trump on it. Like, what's happening? I mean, well, Jackie the Big basic. Brother was that BBC? No, what? I don't know. It was British television, but I don't think it was BBC. BBC wasn't like, and now Big Brother. As he turns the page in a golden book, it might not be BBC. It might be an offshoot, but it's definitely for UK television, and it's it's. The idea of the show is a, the celebrity devises an extraordinary cake. <laughs> Step <Ooh>. one. <laughs> How does he devise such a thing? And then they bake it, said cake. <laughs> and then they present said cake in an event that evening. And Chucky Walky Doodah. Doodah. That's when I exit. <laughs> The door. I go, really? All right, I'm out. First device. <laughs> so that's actually a word like you can be like, oh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm, I got this whole, I got a chalky walkie doodah. <laughs> but after that, we can meet up. Like, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. Sorry to return your call. I was, I was devising an extravagant cake <laughs> for, so, for an event this evening. Well, I remembered I have to bake today, it. A cake. Yeah, it's a cake. <laughs> I've got the blueprints right here. Every time I want to hang out, you chalky walkie doodah all day. Um, I just don't understand how you I, I, like a cake doesn't feel like something you you've have never to made a cake. That's I why have. I have. I've strategized it. making. A you've cake. made a cake. That sounds like an angry <laughs> voice of a I've man who's made a cake. I've devised. I've what is the strategy for that all day long? You should have his chocolate walkie, walkie doodah bunk cake. That is good. The lemon bunk you make. 
Chalky Waka. Do you really make a lemon bunt? I, 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 you make a lemon Tell me bun. more about that. It depends that. on what like huge event I'm, I'm planning at any particular time that I'm, making, <laughs> that I'm devising my case for. <laughs> oh, let me really get those a hold of this. Those are the best Baby showers. <laughs> really, those, those are the best. Rallies. Damn, he's devising a cake. <laughs> hey, man, so I couldn't make it to your party. Uh, did you unveil an extraordinary cake that evening? Cause yes, I oh, there was not Oh, man. <laughs> I missed it. I'm imagining oh, a sort man. of Howard Hughes situation. Was that that Velvet Underground reunion show? <laughs> missed the cake? Damn it. God damn it. Uh, it's just I don't know what makes someone like if you're Whoopi Goldberg. I know you're not like maybe terribly terribly busy right now, but in general, like what makes you be like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah, I'll do I want to go across the pond to bake a cake. <laughs> yeah. That seems like. Well, the I right think move. we need to go ten steps backwards when we're asking questions. Like, what room did this whole idea like get? Like, oh, this is it. Like everyone's the people were sitting around there just pitching ideas. Somebody's like, you heard of the Chucky Walkie Doodah? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. He's on to something. <laughs> look at that. Look at his eyes. That's right. mysterious. Listen to Robert Chucky Walkie Doodah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a family thing. We've been doing it. I don't know if it would make a good show, but... <laughs> oh, to it. It's too personal. <laughs> it's too close to me. I'm not a, a good judge. It's a passion project. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was uh, just thinking people might like to devise cakes. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Don't stop talking, man. Go on. <laughs> This is going good. <laughs> but will there be an event to unveil it at? Oh, well, I'll take of care of course. that. <laughs> what should we call it? People won't shop otherwise. How about cake and party? No. Been used, been used. <laughs> Let's just call it something random that I have to figure out. What's your last name again? <laughs> you. You with the, spy, the spiked hair and the beet red face. What's, uh, your, what's your last name? I couldn't pause it. You couldn't name it after me. <laughs> My name is terribly embarrassing. I, I don't even want to no, say. I, I wouldn't be able to stand it. No, no. All speak up, son. Let the Lord hear your voice. All the eyes. I know I couldn't cross. Your family's from a rare tribe. I remember now. Chucky, speak it. Chucky Wucky Duda. Done. Chucky Wucky Duda. Call Miss Goldberg and send it to the browsers. <laughs> Yeah. A centric programmer took over the network. <laughs> Things are going crazy. Oh, Chucky Walkie Doodle. He never went out Chucky in public again. <laughs> Chucky Walkie Doodle all day. Hey. Oh, boy. Come well, speaking down. of passion projects, Brooklyn Brothers beat the best. Whoa. Chucky Walkie Doodle all day. <laughs> uh, we, uh, oh. Hello. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Brooklyn Brothers beats the best. What? Uh, what? I don't know. What is No, that was like an excited, like, what? It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I wasn't it's like, so what good. am I doing here? Yes. <laughs> I gotta go, by A piece. What? I thought Brad Pitt was here today. It's really, it's really <laughs> great. Again, Vanessa. Uh, we both watched it this past weekend. Yeah, and it's, it's great. really fun. Oh, thank you, um, and it's a cool, like, combination of, like, comedy and music. Like, the musical numbers are fantastic, so... Congratulations, guys. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. It's great. <laughs> How did you start by conceptualizing what you were doing? Like, what was your relationship before the film? Mike, Michael and I? Yeah. Zero. Uh, zero. No, we I avoided met, him we like a plague. The film. Were you really? Or is that true? Michael's my employee. I'm the cheapest I, employee you I, could I ever hired, have. I hired him. He's like a. He's like my miniature sweatshop. Right, <laughs> he is true. very I sweaty. Am, I, am, I, I arrive sweaty and I bring my own shop. He leaves <laughs> sweaty. I do. <laughs> Sweatiest guy in entertainment. So you really didn't know each other? 
No, we didn't. No, we didn't know each other at all. And now uh, we're besties. You, well, we're I want to say to the people that weren't here in the apartment <laughs> before it was recording, which is everyone that isn't in the room, you guys talk over each other in this very like rhythmic way. It feels like you've known each other since children, and you both like <laughs> equally are interested and have no respect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, you uh, know, we spent too. an inordinate amount of time together because, one, we made this movie in, like, 18 days, and so it was, like, in the trenches. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, adamant that all the mu- all the music is re- recorded live in the movie. Like, nothing is pre-recorded. Nothing is, like, looped, like dubbed in afterwards. Nothing. So we had to do it on the spot. So I had to be like a like the a Gestapo, like a That's Gestapo like. for for Michael, like being the. That's a like, cold tomato soup again. Yes, like that. It was horrible. That reminds me of my. Once f- it reminds me of my favorite joke. I'll let you guys in this. Not talking. Not talking. Did you hear the one about the Gestapo? No. Liar! <laughs> that is my favorite. Oh. That's a scary joke. Sorry. That's something Grandma told you, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. You I have just... to do it as loud as possible <laughs> yeah. in a public place. <laughs> the last words Grandma ever said. <laughs> oh. 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 I didn't kill her. You made oh. it very dark. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> um, so you were the Gestapo. <laughs> yeah. So. And you were the persecuted. <laughs> yeah, I was. I Classic was, tale. I was super persecuted in this movie because. Uh, I didn't even know that I had to play instruments in front of like live human human beings during this thing. And, when I and hired when I hired Mike, I really I didn't even know I didn't think he was actually going to have to do it live, like because I had just completely had believed that I would never find somebody that could do both. So I was like hell bent on I'm just going to pick the best actor that I think is just incredible and funny and you know and, and charming. And you then know. he wasn't available. And then he that person wasn't available. <laughs> so I went with Michael Weston. Nick Nolte would have been a weird choice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I admire right. it, but And Nick Nolte wouldn't do it, so um, <laughs> we're going to battle the band. <laughs> Nick and I are always up for the same shit. <laughs> it just always comes down to us. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, so so I always assume somebody would be like kind of off playing the instruments and the you know the great actor that I hired would be like faking it essentially because mm-hmm. I just didn't think it would come in one little bundle I think one of you as my I think of you as my bundle don't ever think of me as your drop a bundle off at the pool drop a goat leg bundle off at the pool did that sort of influence the scene where you're about to do your first gig and you're like it's live in front of people <laughs> no that is so true actually. That, that is true to life it that is it is because uh, he set a trap for me with this like, I, I I didn't have any idea you know he put a nice little script out there and a, and a fun little part and then all of a sudden he sort of over snapped. a bed of sticks. Yeah, and I fell through <laughs> like an idiot. And then suddenly I was in a baby toy band. And <laughs> I was touring around, and I, I actually have like this like hard case of like baby toy instruments, like uh, a, a little tykes piano and like uh, a melodica and a kazoo. And uh, and like these old Casios from like the eighties that like play like these everything's like under forty dollars. <laughs> like it's all stuff <laughs> you basically got for Christmas, played once, and then shoved under your bed. Right, and you and you can't really believe that any of this shit sounds good together, but it it does. It like yeah. it actually, you know, Ryan wrote all the music and um, and then and then made me play it all, and uh, and now we we've been touring around. Like we got a record deal. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. That's amazing. I mean, like I said, it in public. <laughs> it. it it's pretty. It's pretty bizarre in the, in the sense of like you know that was just not really on the on the radar or anything, you know. I mean, yeah. I will say. And then when I when I gave the 
you know, we met up for the first time, and I was like, oh, you know, do you even know how to play any music at all? He was like, on his knees groveling, he's drooling like, on himself. <laughs> you know, and he was like, yeah, I've been playing piano all my life, and I, I like, I held him <laughs> in front of a lot like of a people, babe. like a babe in his arms, yeah, oh. like a little, yeah. like a little sambalino. Yeah, he rocked me a little baby. Little it was baby in uh, Umami Burger, <laughs> yeah. one of the best sleeps I ever had. Oh, he doesn't eat ketchup. Can you believe that? Why no catch? Yeah, it's disgusting. That oh. is so wrong, reason. man. I actually have like whenever I, I, I think do you have a reason there's an aversion. I have like nine things I don't like to I, eat. But yeah, they happen to be well, like they're staples. Like what like, are they? Didn't you like, like live grain, in Paris meats. for a little bit? No, he did. I okay. lived in London. All right, so no fish. <laughs> no, he doesn't like avocado and ketchup. I don't like that's like ketchup, a problem in mustard, avocado, onions. I, I sort of resent you for that, and I, I want to say that out loud to everyone right now. <laughs> this is, this is so you're basically I've been traveling with this guy, and I it is. I'm I'll air our dirty laundry. I <laughs> I don't like having burgers with you because you judge me for how much ketchup I use, and you're so finicky. You're you're a very finicky eater, and I resent. What is I the, it? It sounds like true. do you just Other like brown ketchup, food? It doesn't really. No, if he sees <laughs> like an avocado even near him, like he he breaks into a rash. So California is a good and place. Avocado. It's just a, an emotional thing. <laughs> it is. I, 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 you know, it was a dark night. My mom was, was severely. She beat me. He does these lies that I believe. There was one end of the alley with my mom. The other end was an avocado, and I don't want to say what happened, but I have I held a grudge. <laughs> there's a there's this restaurant at Saltel called Plan Check, and they have their, one of their things is they have these crazy burgers, and they have this thing called ketchup leather. That's oh, no basically like, it's basically like fruit Dried roll up, up ketchup. style ketchup. Oh. But what they do is you put it on the burger, and then once the patty and everything gets on it, it kind of releases it. And They're then it geniuses. Who are these people? Uh, I don't know, but it's a pretty awesome place. That's that awesome. Good. That yeah. is awesome. I like. It's a cool idea in the fact that it doesn't soak run. through the bun and stuff. Ahead yeah. of time when I do, I do hate that stuff when when a, when any sauce does soak through the bun. Rarely. See, this is what you I'm are talking a handful. About. This is what I swear to God, going to a restaurant. Packed your lunches. Oh my is God, really, really an intense experience. <laughs> See, you're pretty much anti condiment. Is kind of where you're I, at. I, you know what? On uh, people will be like, "What do you have on hot dogs?" I'll be like, "I have relish and I like a uh, cheese and chili." Give me a break. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, I mean, I just Not like, relish and cheese and chili. It's like nothing is lubricated. Lubricated. Lubricated by the condiment. Lubricated. lubricated. Yo, by the condiment. You got to lubricate it when you, uh, you know, so hey. it's uh, going in your mouth easy. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like I like actually tasting the burger. I like the cheese, the pickles, and the, the lettuce, and the tomatoes, and the burger. Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to get that out there because we were talking. But Umami about Burger has so like just been great chilies. Have you ever had the Hatch Burger at Umami Burger? I've not had that one. I, w- I would do a commercial for that shit. It's so good. They don't the want They're listening. It starts out with like. You're not gonna be the. You're not gonna be the the, the new face of umami. For, uh, for, <laughs> the, for, for umami. The foreman. Yeah, that's what they call it, guy. He's no, in they the don't. four. Yeah, he's no. the man in the four. No. The foreman. The foreman. Yeah. No, no, he's the four. You've never man. worked. He's never, never worked. He's never done anything other than. You've never worked an honest day in your life. Entire life. Never had a real job. No, these hands have calluses. <laughs> he, grew up, he grew up on the Upper West the Side. The piano and Shakespeare will do that for a boy. <laughs> Are you both from New York? No, I'm no. from New York. He moved there and tried to Whoa. be like me for years. There's a lot of animosity here. <laughs> I, I've lived in New York as an adult. Yeah. He, he was a little yeah, baby too. in New York. There's a big difference. Yeah, if you call 31 a baby. But that's cool. That's you my whole life. You lived in New York when you were 31 years old? No, that's true. But I went back there when I was 31 a lot. 
Just to hang out? No, I was working there <laughs> sporadically. I thought he was a foreman <laughs> for a burger shop. Foreman. That's not a living. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> I mean, New York's That's a, a passion. great place for a baby, though. Just let him wander around, have an adventure. Oh, well, a little yeah, baby in New York. You know, really, really long Hey, leash. Mom, I'm going out. Okay. <laughs> sure. You could end up on a construction beam. Yeah, you know? Babies are such no, individuals. A long like, they really have like autonomy there. It's really nice. Yeah. I love being a baby in New York. Babies are such city dwellers by nature. There's a whole section of the city where babies just hang out by themselves. Smoking Guys, yeah. <laughs> oh, back to your film. <laughs> we accidentally went away. <laughs> Sorry, that was no, my. We had fault. to talk about ketchup and infant parks. <laughs> yeah, that was. But now that we get that out, we've been on tour for a long time. You know, uh, long time being like ten days or something. That was long. Because um, mm-hmm. we played in Philly, in New York, in Seattle, we did and all Portland. Those festival, festival yeah, and then shows. we did all those festivals like Nashville and stuff, and. Um, so we've been playing in this band that was, you know, it's sort of post-Brooklyn Brothers. Um, and it's been a crazy experience. It's been really fun, though. It has been really fun. Yeah. I mean, we, we've played all kinds of different shows. and Yeah. And, uh, What's the response usually like? Because you guys, I mean, for those who don't know, there's a lot of uh, children's instruments used in music <laughs> that does not sound like it's for children at yeah. all. Um, and how do people respond to that? You know, I've, I've, we've been really lucky, man. We've had, We've had some... A really nice response from yeah. people. I mean, the, we play if there the are people shows. there, they respond really. Yeah, well. if, if there are people, <laughs> but, if, I mean, but if you only reach one, that's yeah, enough, yeah. right? That's right? And that's the only one. There. <laughs> well, that's like one of the things that really rang true to me. In like in the movie, is like the first gig you play. Yeah. There's like maybe like seven, eight people there, yeah. and they just do that thing that people do when they're sort of interested in music that they don't hate. They're not off talking, but they're kind of just. Wander over a little bit and just like, oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> sort of, I'm sort of attentive. Uh, that whole yeah, thing. One foot in, one Non-com- foot out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I played music for years. I toured around in like a kind of indie punk band, and like that was like my my whole life. And believe you me, we played plenty of shows where people didn't just have one foot in, one foot out. They were like maybe a toe in. Like they are kind of like they're talking to each other, and maybe they'll look like. Like, all, I think they looked at us. Yeah. Rock harder, rock yeah, harder. Go, go harder go. <laughs> it's really hard because we played we played a couple shows where they were where they were packed and they were like those were really fun. But the ones where there were just like four or five people, like I, that was that was really that was hard, man. I didn't. I mean, I, I ran out of gas like halfway through. I get drunk and then I just fall over. Oh my god! <laughs> we were playing in Portland. I did this was so up. ridiculous. That's we were playing in Portland and I look. I look over at Mike and I'm like, and he's like, "Are you ready to play?" And he's like, "Fucking wasted." Oh no! Like, I did. I got drunk because the beers there are stronger, and no one yeah. told me. Yeah. I had no I idea. Like, like twice, the, like two they're like micro brews. It's yeah. like moonshine. And so, like, I had, like, two and a half beers, and I sat down to play my like, baby toys, and beers. I was wasted. Yeah, oh, it was. No. I was like, oh, my God. Straight. No, I couldn't. So it's what true. happened? And Mike's already... I played you, We have this thing where, like, you know, I played, I played for a long time, so, like, I'm so nervous prior to playing because I know something's going to go wrong and the sound's not right or, like, so this isn't... Yeah, he's really right. anal retentive about all that stuff. <laughs> like, because, because I know that we're going to get on stage and okay, the shit's going to okay. be hard. Okay, hey, I'm not, you know... So, <laughs> and then I get up on stage and it's all set up after all this, like, uh, anal retentiveness. I play the first note. I'm like, okay, whew, okay, well, here we are. I look over at Mike. He's shaking. He's beat white. Like, like blood's coming out of his nose. I don't even he's know so what beat white is, nervous. buddy. I don't even beat know white. how it's to like beat white. beats are so nervous that, that they, they turn, turn white. white. <laughs> 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 it's 
true. It's true. I haven't beat white then. Because Mike doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't practice. He won't no, do it. I'm immune so to practice. Like, he believes secretly that he's just going to remember it all. I do. Actually, I have such confidence right up until the moment I play one note of my baby toy, Casio. <laughs> and then suddenly everything goes... It all goes, comes crashing yeah, down. Yeah, it does. It feels like I'm walking through a forest and the wind is blowing and I'm suddenly alone. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. There are little baby devils under yeah. your feet biting little you. Babies, devils, sure. <laughs> Isn't that what it feels like? like? I've written a set list. It's by its beat, the whole deal. But still, in between every song, he's like, he, he looks over at me. I, goes, I do. I have a cheat are, sheet. What are we doing next? <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing next? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's got the lyrics on it's cheat true. sheet. I, 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 I get total stage fright. I, I'll, I'll do almost anything in front of people except play music. And that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what Brian makes doing. me do. I almost called you Brian. I was Don't just going to give you a B because you're a Brooklyn brother. Yeah. What? yeah. Good save. Yeah. Well, the, the fun, tr- I, I don't know if it's a trick of the movie to me, but like when it starts out, like it's pretty crazy. Like your character is just going through some terrible, terrible stuff. It's a bad day. And, um, <laughs> and then you guys have a very strange meet cute in the park, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> and, then, um, and then you're thinking like there's just no way these guys could p- possibly – be functional or make music together <laughs> and then there's the scene in the car when you're kind of driving like to your first show and literally you don't know what you're going to do and you kind of work out your first song together whilst driving yeah and it's really cool yeah. and that's what i'm like all right this okay i can see that this is gonna yeah, be fun man. you know yeah cool. i mean that was that was I, that was a great part of like we said like all the stuff was recorded live throughout so like we'd shoot these like long days and then we'd go back to our like little motel room and we'd like learn these songs like that we had to play next day live on camera while we're shooting, and that was one of them, like uh, that scene in the car. And um, there's something great about it for for a music movie because you know so often in a music movie, like you know they'll they'll just cut to the studio version of a song, yeah, right. And so you lose so much of the texture of like mm-hmm. actually what's going on. And and one of Ryan's like was adamant about doing it this way because you actually you you see it all sort of happen in front of you, you know, even in the little the little concerts and the scene in the car, and afterwards you sort of see them grow. And you grow with it a little bit, and uh, I love that because I, I always get sort of annoyed in musicals when they go to that like really canned version, yeah. Where it's like auto tuning, perfect. perfect. Like, you're like, no, yeah, that perfect. Too. And yeah. sure, it sounds good, but I, I there's a disconnect for a second, and I sort of fall out. I have to like you know muster my energy to get back involved and all. And there, and there's a um, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was the a, end. This great thing I was going to say. But I did. I just talked too long. I over talked yeah, you. Yeah, I over talked you. Oh, you're so you, weak. You deleted. My- <laughs> <laughs> but there is that thing with music movies that are supposed to be celebrating music that then it feels like they're celebrating the studio because they mm. cut right. Yeah, they're completely oh, yeah. like super polished thing, and it's and like these are, yeah, it just it's inorganic. Like you don't. I, I heard. And the emotional and quality of it. So I'm cool. Talk right the, I'm going to keep talking. Quality of it. The new late Miz really movie. And that's what great, I connect to. Such a great director. <laughs> that the new late Miz. They basically had microphones connected to them, and all they had piped in was the piano stuff. The chips for each in one the of brain. the songs. And so all of the singing in the new late Miz movie is live. So oh, wait, wow. you, are you trying to say that Hooper stole that from you? So awesome. I'm so not going to say Hooper stole it from me. Per se. <laughs> it's just a weird story. He's a huge fan of Brooklyn Brothers. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you come up with the project in general? I, I just... Uh, had you been writing a lot? or I, I had been writing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, a few different experiences. <laughs> one, one was I had written a, a script that me, me and my uh, best friend had been trying to make for years. Like, like 
six years. We just recently made it. We just wrapped on it. Oh, but wow. like, uh, I'm so stoked on it. But it took us forever, and we had the money, and we lost the money. We had the money, we lost the money. And in the midst of that, I was so frustrated, you know, because it was had some special effects, and so you couldn't. You had to have a little bit of money mm-hmm. for it. That I was like, you know what? I'm going to write something that I could shoot for fifty grand if I had to. I'd heard all these stories. I'd seen the puffy chair, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and just uh, knew that it could be done. And I was so I was like, okay, what what film could I write that would justify, you know, a really kind of lo-fi like? Because that's the thing is you, you can't try and make something I feel like that's bigger and then have it look then, shitty. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. have to justify the medium. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it has to almost feel a little documentary you know sense sense to it and i was like well why would, well, let's do it about a band you know and and so i started writing this thing that I, with nothing could you know we could shoot it for 30 grand if, mm-hmm. if, if we had to you know with handheld camera Lilo. Yeah. and so we ended up we were really lucky we got all you know you know decent amount more i mean it's still well under a million dollars but it's you know but it's still that spirit of it stayed in it that all the stuff was live and you know it was all handheld cameras, and I wanted it to be kind of a fly on the wall thing. And um, yeah, it just grew from there. And did you have a relationship with any of the cast you put together? Or was I it did. All? I had done a, a. You know, that's the one of the benefits I think of starting off as an actor mm-hmm. is that you have these relationships. And when it was you know my chance to try and direct something, I'd done a movie um, called The Dryland mm-hmm. with uh, Wilmer and Jason Ritter yeah. and Melissa Leo and. They were so wonderful and so generous and, and just came aboard. Even Melissa was like, you just talk about generosity of spirit. She was like, you know, Ryan, I'll be the person in the back pouring coffee, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. It was so, I so that. lovely. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, writing and directing at the same time, you just, it's, it's a crazy thing. And I just surrounded myself with just people that were incredible. And that's the only way I could have done it. And that's the cool thing about a movie that's really a road movie, in a sense, mm-hmm. is that like you can have people pop up for a scene or two, work a day or two, and then they that's don't true. have to constantly yeah. come back to do stuff. It's like we're going to go to Andrew McCarthy's house, and he'll be there for a couple days. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know, that's the harder thing when you have when you're trying to get somebody for a longer period of time. Right. Right. Just have somebody that's down to get weird for a while. For like a day or two. <laughs> I'm going to get a crazy for a day. Okay. You coming or what? <laughs> hey. Well, it's in it's in theaters now and limited release. It's over at the old Sunset, whatever it's called now. Sundance. It's the Sunset. new Sunday. The new Sunday. The new Sunday. It used to be the Sunnet Sunset the Five. Lem- yeah, the yeah, Lemley. It used to be the Lemley. Yeah. yeah. And then they, and now it's, now uh, they serve alcohol and food. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a gorgeous theater. Yeah, actually, it's pretty awesome. The, proje- the projection is, is Very perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So if you're in the L.A. area, seek that out. And um, if your ears are anywhere, you can get the album now. You can get yeah, the right. album. It's, it's on, on iTunes. iTunes. And you can get it in person, too. Yeah, it's in stores. Uh, Dude, just I came out on vinyl. Dude, I have to store and get... I know. Um, the, that'll be a trippy even, experience. Yeah. yeah, I don't even... Trippy, like, where what do you, you actually... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be groovy. Hey guys, you'll be so hey. far out. You'll be so far out. I can dig it. Um, yeah, where do you? Where, I don't even know where a record store oh, is. Amoeba, anymore. I bet Amoeba. Oh yeah, Amoeba. It. Go to one of the three record stores remaining in the world. Uh, yeah, no, no, see if you can find it. <laughs> I know that's what, that's what <laughs> we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, and yeah. you can also get the soundtrack, which is a separate album, and that's Brooklyn Brothers, the motion picture soundtrack. Songs right? in the motion right. picture, oh. or Brooklyn Brothers, the album. <laughs> Oh, yes. You have your you have your choice. Yeah, yeah. It's nice Either to have one. choices. Inundate your life with Brooklyn Brothers paraphernalia. Right. Do uh, it and do it now. Well, let's do first. Okay, we great. do this every podcast. It's a different first question from oh, your life. Cool. I like that. Uh, what was the first movie soundtrack you can remember being kind of obsessed with? 
Harold um, and Maude. Ooh. I would say Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> God, I love that, that Brian oh, Adams song. Oh my God, everything song. I do, I do. I loved it. I loved it. That was like my favorite song in the world, my favorite movie in the world when I was in in seventh grade, and my favorite song because it was just all those. What dudes a romantic you were. Yeah, I, yeah. I am Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Really? I love that movie so Man, much. Man, see, this is where you, there's the You're fork in the old, road. That's, that's where you go right, and I hang a hard left, and yeah. I get the hell out of there. <laughs> me and, me and Mike, and I, they have like a like Venn diagram where we're like, we like some of the same stuff, but we really... Ferociously dislike, dislike. some <laughs> Yeah. He hates movies that I like. And, and I, When Robin Hood came out, I loved it. Because I was like right. 14 or something like that. Yeah. I saw it like two or three times in the theater, and then it came out on video, and I watched it again, and I was like, it doesn't... It's weird. I saw it like so many times, like six months ago, a year ago, because it used to take it a doesn't while. Doesn't hold up, and like, yeah. and then it just didn't hold up the way I like remember being obsessed with it. It's a little Ew, slower. Fourteen-year-old Cole. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I did love that. I think I had the single. Oh. <laughs> I, my That's first awesome. single That's ever was you enjoy guys the should silence. Totally have a burger like a together and hug it out. <laughs> yeah, because no must really or catch on the table. Yeah, that that went right by me and and never came back again. Prince of Thieves. And, and you had Harold and Maude. That is a different sensibility. Yeah. It's a way different sensibility. Mine's you were like a senior in high school when I was in junior high. So, yeah. so that's like, you were probably too cool for school at that point. Also an age cool. dig working his way in the soundtracks to this dude. He doesn't know anything about music. Like the last time he bought anything <laughs> yeah, musically true, was maybe the late 70s. It was the Harold and Maude thing. That, yeah. <laughs> that was a great album. They go together. Cat Stevens was still an American and he was still Cat Stevens. But he's still yeah. Cat Stevens. Not now I can't pronounce him. I don't know where he is. He's yeah. Well. I mean, I think Brian Adams and Cat Stevens probably have had a couple beers together. Sure. Oh, Knocked a few back yeah. in Portland. Bud. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Bros. Sure. I got my first one. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shy. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what was yours? I think mine was The Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, my God. My you know, wife still like sings that aggressively. Oh, me. yeah. Like, so do I. She will be like, she will launch Look at it. this stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't I got dings and trinkets and plenty. <laughs> no, and you're not no, a woman. No, no, you don't no, know. No, I know every man. word of that song. No, she... I, because I might be a woman. As a, <laughs> the Little Mermaid is the only movie in the history of my life that I watched from beginning to end, took it out, rewound it, if you remember what that is. Oh, I do. That's and a button. And then watched it again. I loved it nice. that much. I loved it so good. much. So good. My biggest heartbreak moment with that movie was that my best friend, and I guess that was in first grade that that came out, um, she couldn't, she, I like, I got permission, I had strict parents and so did she, but I got permission to ask her to go see that movie with me mm-hmm. one day, like my parents were going to take her, and she started, she said no, and I pushed her on it, like, no, we get to see The Little Mermaid, it's great, and she started crying, and then it came out that she was too afraid of Ursula to go see it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I actually, it was, like, it's funny you would say that. It's a great villain. Right? What a it's great such villain. a good villain. Yeah. Oh, I actually, whole like, woman. Uh, I've. I've, I know Jason a little bit, Jason Ritter, yeah. a little bit through Simon. Such an um, awesome dude. And w- I was at a friend's birthday party at a karaoke room in Koreatown, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he was singing Disney songs <laughs> pretty much the whole time, and he did that song from The Little Mermaid. Oh, it's so good. So, it's so points good. for Jason for that. What Such was yours a great song. For mine, it was, I mean, I remember being really obsessed with the single soundtrack, but before that, I th- this is going to sound really dumb, but it was an experimental soundtrack. You remember that movie Judgment Night with Emilio Estevez? No. And it's huh. like people that get off, their car breaks down in like the wrong neighborhood. And then Dennis Leary, they wrote Innocent Murderer that Dennis Leary and Everlast do. And then <laughs> they're just trying to survive. I found out we own it. John just signaled me. The That's soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack was this thing where every track was a different rock band with a different rap 
Casper or rap band? So, it's like oh, this rap band. Cool. so like the it's the rap band. Uh, so like the, the main track, rap the main track oh, was Helmet and House of Pain. Oh. They did a song together. It's one that's like Dell the Funky Homo Sapien and yes. Dinosaur Junior. Like it's like the, it's like the cool nineties yeah. like alt bands with that's awesome. Yeah, there's Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam and do a song together and things like that. Not all of it works. There's uh-huh. some stuff that's just really well. Bad. When you're trying something new and exciting, but you're bound to make a really, few missteps. Really cool. And at that time, there had been nothing else really like that. Yeah. And that's that, then after that, you know, also well, Aerosmith and uh, Run DMC. DMC. Yeah. yeah, I think they kind of took that as the model. <laughs> it's time to rock around. That's why right. time is tricky. It's tricky. Tri- oh, I tricky. That, yeah, I want to do a cover of that. Why don't we cover that, man? What about or Blondie? Blondie oh, the auto-American? I remember she, that. She did a rap and a... She and did? Yep. Uh, the story needed to be told. Glass, isn't it? Glass. Yeah. yeah, towards the end of it. Yeah. So that's, I think that, that's probably mine. <laughs> Those are good ones, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to do a little game. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, oh my we know God. that, Ryan, you're a big John Hughes fan, correct? This is true. So you may be pretty good at this. We can all play along. Uh, Movie taglines, John Hughes edition. I'm going to read you a tagline from a film that John Hughes either wrote, directed, or produced, and you have to identify the movie that it's from. This will be the tagline on the poster. Totally. Ready to go. All right. Here we go. Number one. Practice club. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to do that a lot, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) You already got my game, (laughs) Dad. She took one look at me. It's all the John Hughes It's so transparent. (laughs) Number one, it's the time of your life that may last a lifetime. Pretty generic. I'll time. give you a clue. Uh, Vanessa's good with the clues. Uh-huh. Wait, the time of your life that may, may last, last a lifetime. Uh-huh. There's a mechanism Shawshank Redemption. Wax no. that you can light. <laughs> Wait, what? 16 what? candles. 16 candles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Mechanism. Dude, how'd you get that? <laughs> mechanism. That's how did you devise that mechanism? <laughs> how would you describe a candle? It's well, a it's a mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> with a flame. <laughs> Something you put on a chocolate walkie doodle. <laughs> oh, ding. God. Ding. What is 16 Six candles? candles. <laughs> 16 chocolate walkie No, you need to say, I devised 16 candles from that clip. I devised with my little eyes. Uh, number two, what he really wanted was to spend Thanksgiving with his family. What he Plans got. and automobiles. Yep. Was three days with the turkey. Well, I, I, I hate this game, man. I, I hate games that Ryan's good at and I'm not. <laughs> This one's a little tougher. It's no holiday. It's war. Home alone. Mm-mm. Going. What's not inside? <laughs> wow. What's not inside? Opposite no of inside. This is outside. Outside. Okay. Earth. Great outdoors. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, number I love four. That fucking movie. When the what? bear comes in. All right. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good film. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's an excellent film. All right. It holds up. Yes. <laughs> uh, for one man's struggle to take it easy. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Yep. Bing. Well this done. game sucks. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> this is the lamest game I've ever played. Uh, if you can't get a date, make one. Weird science. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Yeah, I saw this. Ex- I saw. I saw it. I keep expecting that thing you're doing with your hand to make a louder noise. It doesn't. I'm not I think you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> number six. This, is, this one's pretty epic. The laughter, the lovers, the friends, the fights, the talk, 
the hurt, the jealousy, <laughs> the passion, club. the pressure. No, no real this world. is a uh, fire. No. Ah, yeah, it's good. I'm so glad you missed that. Color that suits some people. Color purple. <laughs> Pretty in pink. Over Winfrey. I love the idea of the color purple. That's the tagline for Vector. That's the tagline for Pretty in Pink. Yeah, I love that oh, movie. Oh man, Color Purple so is a great movie. Wait, what was? <laughs> that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know they, they put was it all the best in there. Oprah Winfrey. I particularly like the Winfrey. jealousy. Winfrey. 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 Yeah. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Number seven. I don't even pronounce the W. That's how close we are. That's right. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Before they could stand together, they had to stand alone. Breakfast Club. <laughs> Come on. Breakfast when are you going to do that one? I just want one point. I'm not out here because it's too obvious. Uh, it's a certain type of something good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great clue. Where they could stand together. They could stand alone. That was a good clue. If you knew what it was. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Uh, Mary you Stewart Masterson's in it. And it's in Almost Fire. Eli- Elias Codius is in it. And Ooh, I, I like believe him. Andrew McCarthy. It's a girl from the wrong side oh, of the track. Oh, wait, you're talking about, oh, what is that called? Some kind of wonderful. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Eric Stoltz. I will say that Stoltz-y's. is the one, the, the one John Hughes movie that I watched that just really doesn't hold up. Can't get behind it? No, I can't get behind it. Or did you originally it. And it get made behind me, it? It made me go like, oh, that's why Eric Stoltz wasn't in Back to the Future. Wait, some oh. kind of wonderful. Was that with the drummer girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, you haven't See? seen it in a while. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> but I love that movie. She's I saw it a lot. In she's, a, she's, she's, she's really great. I love her. That was it's one of those movies that was on HBO that I, I saw like maybe 450 times because it was just oh, yeah. constantly on repeat and I'd watch it every time. I think it just what it's miss, missing compared to the rest of the stuff is it just doesn't have enough. It's not funny enough. Like yeah. there's not enough. It takes more, itself a little too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it's not his wacky. stuff when it does that sometimes is it doesn't. It's like not much. fun. All right, next one. <laughs> For over two thousand years, Europe has survived many <laughs> great European vacation. There you go. Oh, I was about yes. to say that, no, but I was weren't. too busy talking about other things. I know you're trying. He's I was trying to elevate the conversation. All right, we'll, we'll bust through this. We're almost done. No, There's only two left. This, no, yeah, this great. game is a little ridiculous. And then I have a game, oh, and it's totally really great. Yeah. Unfairly I love this game. To Ryan <laughs> I love this game. We're never playing this game again. <laughs> <laughs> the next we have Tim questions about your childhood. Yeah! <laughs> oh, this is a great game. <laughs> New York babies. Uh, but we have two more left, for the ding, love ding, of ding, God. Ding. Man, woman, life, death, infinity, tuna casserole. One movie dares to tell it all. What kind of things grow in women's bellies? Oh, Three men and a baby. <laughs> She's having a baby? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I remember. That was that like Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Oh, I love that movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, it's a good one. And finally, see, I don't know titles. This, this is my problem, all right? I'm not good with titles. I'm really good with substance. He also is like savagely colorblind. That's why that has nothing to do with only see him wearing That's why blue, I thought Pretty Pink was the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I gotta talk that movie, the Oprah Winfrey. It's pretty pink, right? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Oprah is wearing pink. Pink of the cotton. <laughs> Finally, Caroline's a rising executive. Jack just lost his job. Jack's gonna have to start from the bottom up. Secret, Secret of my, my success. success. No, I got that. No. Oh, <laughs> I really thought what I got that. Um, what if a man grew a something in his tummy? <laughs> That was just creepy. (laughs) The unofficial sequel. He's having a baby. Uh, It's Mr. Mom. Oh, John Hughes wrote Mr. He Mom. Wrote it, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, didn't that's know a that. great movie. I'm I love Mr. Mom. I didn't know that too. Man. It's fun. 
See, there yeah. you go. That was, uh, 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 what's his name? The first Batman. What's his name? Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael Keaton. He was so great, man. I love he's that guy. Awesome, man. He's I love that guy. Yeah. What is he up to? He's actually in the new Robocop movie. Is oh, he? Really? Yeah, he's got a part in that. Oh, you cool. are always having Robocop facts. I mean, do you I remember that, that guy movie. had his day? <laughs> that, is a, that is a great movie. Robocop, yeah. That is a badass movie. I'd be interested to see what the, the, the remake's going to be like, because I think it's going to be like PG-13-ish. And the original Robocop is like crazy violent. Crazy, like sex, Well, now PG-13 can be really violent. I mean, really? The- yeah, but not violent. If you watch the first Robocop, it can't be that violent. Oh, I mean, really? you watch some guy like slowly get blown to pieces. Like, yep. Like, Ooh. why do you guys like, like that stuff? What is the matter with you? <laughs> or like they're doing all this drugs and, and like like in a, in the bathroom and he goes like he's a he's a pussy like and then all of a sudden he's in the stall. Remember that? And he, and he actually out. is a little kitty cat. A little- I love it. <laughs> <part of the movie. laughs> you guessed little, it right. Little, he might have kind of out of nowhere. I like talking about Robo, anything Robo that he doesn't know. Robocop has like, great literal humor. <laughs> this, this time, Joel Kinnaman is playing the part. That's the guy from The Killing that was like her partner. Oh, oh yeah. So that's an he's interesting good. casting choice. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting dude. That guy. Yeah. I was just watching that the other night. Oh, good actor. Yeah, yeah. All right, Vanessa. My turn. Thing. Have you guys ever met an Olsen twin? Yes. I think I have. Is that? Do tell. I have, but it was, it was in passing. <laughs> it was very briefly, yeah. yeah. They were just skirting around somewhere you happen to be, right? As the Olsons do, skirt around. That's yeah. all they do. They scurry about. They scurry and skirt. Was it a good, a positive interaction? <laughs> was it Mary-Kate, more importantly? <laughs> it was Mary-Kate, and, oh. and uh, yeah, she was really nice. Oh. And little... <laughs> Was she so tiny? So I, I'm, I'm so used to hanging around Mike, so everybody kind of you know feels tall compared to him. So. Oh, dude, I am five ten. How tall are you? You are not five ten. I fucking am. stand up, guys. That's how tall are you? How tall are you? I'm, I'm five eleven. We're doing a height measure. Oh my god! No, I'm, no you're you are not five ten. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, no. I'm definitely over an inch. No. I'm five. Uh, my eyes are looking at your top This because you're looking up, dude. My eyes are looking at the ceiling. <laughs> John, Wait, how, how tall, tall are, you? are you? How tall are you? Six, one. Okay, right, get in the middle. Tall. Get in the middle. Wait, how tall are you? I'm like 5'8". Oh, yeah. So I should be in the Yay, middle. 5'7". All right. But I think, you, <laughs> geez, I think you guys are just as tall as each other. No way. No fucking way. Am I'm I, so much taller than you. I don't believe that right now. I, my eyes are what, looking can, can at we, the top. That's because you're looking up. He's a little bit. Mine are you looking at oh, yeah. the top of your yeah. head too? So I'm at least I'm at least five but ten. You just begged on five ten, and I said I'm five eight. Right. So but I'm I think I'm eight. actually five nine. Uh, no, you lie. <laughs> now you lie. You are five eight. I'm five ten, and you're like maybe five eleven. Maybe. I'm not six foot. Let's go. Let's go. Definitely. I want to see in the mirror. It's the only way we'll be able to figure this. Out. Oh no! Get down. You're trying to stand. No, I'm. No, I'm told. I'm not. I'm told that. I'm like a good. Yeah, and so am I. You're like a good inch taller than me. No, I'm like two inches okay. taller than you. No, you're an your inch eyes, taller than me. Your eyes are low. That's because my I have a huge forehead. <laughs> I have like an eight head. I love I love that we're having a height off on an audio podcast. <laughs> Everybody's imaginations are running wild right now. I can't picture five ten versus five eleven. Well, let it be said right here. Basically, there was a great disparity between their heights. We have a very little man in our presence. Yeah. Moving on. You are not. I like, five I like to call him a you thumbelino. Are, you are you are not five eight, and I am two inches taller than you. This is no fun. I'm the so, Hobbit at the table, guys. This is not. Cool. I did notice you did not stand up. <laughs> I am standing. 
I would spit this water out. Okay. <laughs> oh, you did spit the water out. I was a spit and take. Just we got a spit take. You just drooled on yourself in front of all these people here. There's so many people here. Yeah, listen to the crowd. <laughs> Okay, next Dude, question. That was shocking, baby. That's like, like a crowd that of golems. Like, baby. Your mouth just stopped and, and water just ran out of it. I like that you had the, the coordination to say, I almost spit. And then came out after. Drool out of your mouth on your pants. That, that was really shocking, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This radio. Dude, Nobody sure. believes you. This audience can happened. sense truth, and they know that. <laughs> don't underestimate our listeners. Um, okay, here's a question. Oh, you guys together have to start a band with only two toys. You get to pick which ones. And it has to involve Yanni and Celine Dion. So I'd like Ooh. to hear about what kind of music you're going to make. Well, and the does name Yanni of your band. show up Are with they the toys? Uh, no, no one's allowed to use anything else. So you're saying Yanni can't bring anything? Yeah, you could give Yanni Just one of a your new two toys. Change of underwear, but other well, than that, no flutes. I don't know. I Yanni... So we give Yanni a flute, and we give Celine Dion something else. But then we we just watch them. We're producers. Is oh, that you can, no, you're in the band. We're in the, we're band, in the band, but yeah, you can instruments. Instruments. there's four of you and two but instruments. Two instruments. Yeah. But we have to have a flute that I think that Yanni and 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 Celine can share. <laughs> Flute. Yeah, <laughs> seems um, fair. Like, a, like a double flute. Yeah, because I feel like Yanni will really know how to negotiate those waters, and I, feel, I think we'll get the most out of that flute. And Celine get the higher notes. It should probably, you know, it should probably be like a like a double kazoo, so that oh, like a tandem yeah. flute, so that she can be like <laughs> 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 built for two. I think or, we, or could we do could that. give them each a different instrument, and you and me could do like claps and snaps. What kind of music do you Cops think you would make? is not an instrument, man. No, I'm definitely going to be playing something. All right? Oh, I, I God. Think that, the trouble starts I already. Think we, we give them the flute. We go tell them to practice. Princess over here. And then, <laughs> and then sure we have to have you say child's instruments? No. Or like any instrument. Two children's instruments for everybody. So that, that uh, double flute's a child. Case, oh, then, I have a jazz piano. No, I, no, I, I, would, then, I would then take <laughs> a, a, a pre-programmed guitar with the, with the licks that are already in there. Because you can do almost anything with that. That's Where, like, true. you press thing, and it's just like, you press, like, one button, and it's like, right, yeah, yeah. and then, like, we have this really good one. What, I, that, I play what like does the other button stuff. do? Well, it goes, you can get your beat going. Like, you have all sorts what of stuff. What about the next do button? Do, do I have to teach How you about How many buttons are there? I spend most of my life instructing him about life and And, and buttons. And buttons. Apparently. <laughs> button sounds. But, yeah. Condiments, everything. Um, and, they that's have a, I, and they have a flute? Well, Yanni have a and children's Celine flute. Have, have both ends and double of kazoo. You're thinking at any point that, that Yanni and Celine are going to look over at you and be like, we get this fucking weird-ass <laughs> flute, and you have that thing? <laughs> I think that Yanni is going to give me a huge thumbs up because that's his, definitely his comfort zone. And I think mm-hmm. that Celine is a team player, and she'll just jump right in I there. I don't think Celine is a team player. You don't think so? I think that once she sees how like Yanni plays that flute... <laughs> And she gets a little piece of it. I think she's going to be really excited about it. You never know. Like one of her dreams could be to be a tandem flautist. Yeah, yeah you yeah. don't know. And so, I feel, I feel totally like that true. really hits someone's sweet spot. And and if they do it well together, I think it could be something special that no Renee one's seen might before. have to watch out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. I think. What do you? I mean, what what would you like to do, Ryan? I'd say that just like slowly beat like a dead walrus carcass. See, this is when stuff. mm, This is literally like when he doesn't know what to do with himself. He just goes really dark and and really scary. (laughs) Slowly beat a dead wall. That doesn't feel good. I guess that doesn't count as an instrument. I have heard it. 
My family used to go down to the walrus flats when I was a small kid, <laughs> and we would beat the walrus carcasses that would be left over, and you wouldn't believe the percussion that would come out of that, man. And no one's going no to believe you on that, man. That's, that just that's, seems that's like true. some dark family activity that you guys did, for real. I am, that didn't sound good. I'm part Eskimo, <laughs> first of all. I kiss like that, my nose. and uh, I have a lot of words for snow. And I have, a, I have so many words for snow. You would never be able to have a, hold a conversation with me about snow. I'm moving on to the next question. <laughs> As well, you should. Okay, guys. This is one. Thing Speaking of beating the walls, you have angered a wizard. Uh oh. I've angered a wizard. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide. You get to each decide individually. This isn't a tandem mm-hmm. problem. Um, to live with one of these two punishments. You must swim in a river of poop to work as your commute every day. And it's a 10-minute swim. And you get to shower. And there's clothes waiting for you at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like the end of Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> every it. day. I got it. Every day. I got it. But there is. I mean, there's a little more of assured. Like, oh, I know right where I'm going. I'll get off here. You know, right, it's right. not as terrifying. Right. Or you have to ride in a what I call diarrhea mobile for two hours. It just, it feels normal, but it does not smell normal. And it, that smell sinks in you, but there's no texture and you're not getting it in your mouth at all. So you're saying, I'm and a, you will, but you will smell all day. Do I the have diarrhea to, car? Oh, you so have you, to, so you live, will you smell all day from the river? No, wow. you get to clean. You get to clean yourself. You got the clean. Those but you can't clean ridiculous, yourself out of the car. Well, you're not questions. dirty in you the car. You get asked this all the time on press You just smell. I'm sure you have a standard. You just smell I, beyond I the car. Know. Once you're in that car, you smell for the rest of the day. Right. But you, there's no... But there's then you no, get in again in the morning, so you smell constantly for the rest yeah, of your life. I mean, I'd definitely take number one. Then. I'd have to take the river then. Yeah, I think you mean number two. I didn't even see it coming. We were, just, we were poop puppets. <laughs> He's been circling that question for the last hour. We're going to get this one. It's going to be gold. Christy the Clown, no. Okay, this is, the this is the next question. You guys both are swimming in a river of poop for yeah, right confirmation. Now, right now, okay. so just so you know. Just currently. Currently. You guys are curious, and I'm winning. I didn't even know it was a race. Now I'm winning. <laughs> oh no! But you didn't realize it was a race, so well, I got I know, so far I, ahead of this point. No, that there's I'm, no way I'm that fast that I can catch up to you That's without impossible. even knowing that it's not a race. When, when I'm in and poop, I'm okay. like, and the next question is a tadpole. Number four. Little poop tadpole. This is a this is a thinker. Your movie, Brooklyn Brothers, is such a success. You are asked to make a second movie in the franchise because franchises are a big thing, as we all know. Mm, and it mm. needs a similar structure but a different occupation. And you can cast anyone. But this one's called The Kansas Cousins. So I'd just like to hear, are you guys playing yourselves? And what are you doing instead of a band on the road trip? That was really... Good question. question. Good question. I um, think you meant to say good question. <laughs> and then in the film, you have to so where are the Kansas River? Kansas oh, Cousins. The Kansas Cousins. Cousins with a K? I feel yeah. like we make moonshine. Ooh. Uh, moonshine peddlers. Definitely. You know, and, and we go out there, but we've got like a really distinct flavor. Uh, and we start we working in those like little like, you know, fancy bars in Brooklyn where like everyone wears like ties and cool hats. And, and that's funny hair. And then really face, yeah. like, moonshine starts to catch on. You know, but then like we like get all mad at each other, and then oh. like you take your moonshine and go somewhere else, and I I take my moonshine. That that could work. That's a great movie, guys. Sounds like an awesome movie. Yeah. Can't wait to see that one. This is the very last question. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait a while, I think. 
guys rush and um, get your tickets now. This is this is a thinker. I don't ever want to see Michael having drank moonshine again in my life. No, it's oh true. yeah, you don't that handle that well. No, I really Doesn't. don't. I went straight. You'd be to the my, drunken, the drunken I cousin, no motor skills. Kansas cousins. I would, Kansas I would, cousins I would be eat and vomit. You, that would be the thing. You'd be like the, the Kansas sober cousins cousin collapse on the, the couch. Home. All case. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> couch potatoes. Oh Jesus wow, man! What couch potatoes? What, you don't like, oh yeah, you gotta alliterate it. You can't alliterate it. You don't like it. Yeah, That's it took you a while to get to the alliteration. Uh, why? I don't know. It's a good question That's to ask question. him, though. Uh, why did that? Why, so why, did, why did I do that? This is your last one. It's going to be easy, I think. You have each. This is another individual answer. Have, you're going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and you get to pick Dancing with Oprah Winfrey, Martha Stewart, or Condoleezza Rice. Winfrey. Who do you choose? Winfrey. What's your genre of music? Winfrey salsa. Oh damn, that was mm. fast for you. And his hands are under the table, moving fast. I'm already saucy. <laughs> I'm just. I'd have to say Condoleezza Rice. I'm just, <laughs> man. She's done a lot with her life, and I feel like she'd be a she's damn fascinating. Dancer. You're saying she could do anything she set her mind to. It could um, be evil, but she'll do it. Yeah, she'll do it. Oprah's done a lot with her life. I bet you. She, mm. I bet you she would come at that dance like with a lot to prove. Dude, did you and see the color go, purple? Even and she would go go at it. You mean pretty in pink? <laughs> would have been a very different movie, Pretty in Pink, with Oprah in that lead. <laughs> yeah, instead of Molly. Better Rachel. movie. Way better movie. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. I love that movie. We finished. We did it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Thank you guys very much uh, for coming yeah, on the show. Uh, go see Brooklyn Brothers in the theaters. Pick up the soundtrack and also their studio album, Brooklyn Brothers, the album. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter. You guys are pretty new to Twitter. This is true. there for four days. <laughs> there you go. Nice, uh, Ryan is at Ryan Onan NYC, and uh, Michael is I am Mike Weston. Uh, so check them out there. You can follow us on Twitter as well. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, <laughs> Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>